0: Good evening, I should say. About say good morning. So used to saying that. I guess it doesn't apply in this particular case. <sighs> All right, this is JT, and we had a disc golf adventure today. Mm-hmm. This was going to be a little different because obviously we're airing this on a Saturday night. <sighs> and uh, sorry, I'm going outside, sitting down. It's beautiful up here, and uh, I deserve a beer, so I thought got me one model, uh, Modell, we We've uh-huh. you pronounce that? Alright, um, uh, okay, so, we had the 2023, uh, West Virginia shootout, uh, in Princeton, um, West Virginia, okay. um, this is, I don't know what that noise was off to my other side there, but this is, um, this is today, but. So we're September 16th and I signed up for this one because I'm just trying to get points um, but obviously in order for me to get the appropriate points I need I've got to force myself to play better and in this case I think one of my biggest problems is because I don't have the experience of some of these people is I need to play smarter because some of these um, players I'm finding over time that they're very very good they just don't play very smart so they got Great monster drives or the great putting is they don't seem to have both, so and they have a tendency to get aggressive in like second round. So I'm trying to play smarter and take advantage of that. Now, obviously, I don't have the experience level to compete at the top of the free chain yet, so to speak. So, but I'm just trying to play, so I'm trying to stay middle of the pack, top 10, ideally. Is if we have 20 players, pretty much anything 20 or less, I, I want to try to be in the top 10. Um, if we're more than 20 players, we'll say we're at 40, um, the top 20 would be ideal, but I would still like to be like in the, maybe the top 15 is what, what I'd like to shoot for. And, um, so I went in today, um, I went into this event, it's two rounds, we played one round in the morning, one round in the afternoon, I'm doing MA3, um, and, um, I did one change to my bag, hang on, let me back up, okay, since this is technically a first um, for this course, Glenwood Park. I've never played this course before. We'll get back to the other crap here in a second. Um, so Glenwood Park in West Virginia. Um, it actually shows up as Blueford, West Virginia, by the way. Um, so as far as my opinion of the course, I don't have a play-by-play play because I don't do that during a tournament. It's very distracting and it's stupid, honestly. Um, I'm trying to get points and do positions, not, not. not a podcast so there'd be, that would be extremely rude and um, extremely inappropriate but anyway for the course um it's a pretty straightforward course it's actually not overly difficult um i did go in playing blind um, about the closest thing i did is look through it is uh pull up u-disc and activated a card as if i was going to play it and then i just looked at the holes that way um, which turned out to be fairly accurate um I tried to get there early to walk the course, but I knew once I saw the course, because it's fairly spread out across this park, that I wasn't going to be able to walk it prior to playing it. So um, I just uh, just took a look at 1 and 2 and 17-18, which are right there by the pavilions we were starting at, and uh, just figured, well, once I get into the woods, I'm just going to have to deal with it and uh, try to play smart. Um, the pads need some work. What nit? I'm just nitpicking the park. I li- I like actually like the park. Um, it's not super difficult. Um, there's a lot of woods, but it's we definitely played worse. We definitely played tougher. Um, so uh, so literally my round one today was the very first time I've ever played this course. So and apparently there's quite of other people, quite a few other people that were the same way. Um, and then my second round was literally the second game I ever played there. Um, as far as, again, the course, uh, the pads need work. I like the baskets. I don't think they ought to do anything to both. You have a long and a short basket. They're both, the baskets are perfectly fine. The pads, really the only thing the park needs is pads. I mean, um, once you play it, it's fairly easy. I mean, even with the poor signage they have, which they do had, they had printed stuff for the tournament, so it wasn't a problem for the tournament. But under normal conditions, maybe the signs aren't there. Um... But eh, it's a great course. I mean, really, in my opinion, all it really needs is T-pads. It needs really good, really good T-pads. Um, the T-pads they have aren't the best in the world. They grip the feet, as if y'all have listened to the podcast a few times, you've heard me mention that I don't like grippy pads. I like concrete because I can spin my feet on it. Well, this has got the turf, the turf stuff. I have a sense to grab the feet, so I can't, I can't spin and move my feet the way I wanted to. Um, but uh it's not a takeaway i mean play the course if you get a chance to play this one definitely play it it's a great course uh very well maintained they've got restaurants on the property they got if you got family they got plenty of stuff for the kids to do basketball courts pickleball i think is what that other crap was um they got a big playground out there for the kids so if you've got your family with you to let them go r- jump around in the monkey bars or playground and then you all go play some disc golf uh, but glenwood park in west virginia it's actually a where it really nice Really nice course. Um, it's got some walking to it, so be prepared to walk. Especially if if you're playing the entire, if you're playing one through eighteen, then it's it's not so bad. But when you're starting a tournament, and like I, my first game I started on twelve, second game I started on ten. Um, th- that that walking <laughs> to get to your area, just take your car and drive back there. So, um, but anyways, I got into it, and the first game. Um, I'm gonna actually use my PDGA Live because it still it still has not logged in, so we can look directly at the, my scorecards. Um, I was again very happy. I missed some putts. Um, I I screwed up some drives. I screwed up some upshots. But it wasn't anything that I would like slam a disc into a tree for. They were just just mistakes that clearly weren't commonplace. Uh, my forearm, I really got to learn how to put some heat on my forearm and get some distance to it. It did work out on quite a few. It did not work out on a few, um, but I managed to recover from the second shots from those bad forearm throws. So, but I'm still not going to give up on the forearm. I'm still going to apply it to the to the court to my tournaments. Um, I still have enough confidence in it that I I can make it work. So, because um, even when I did mess it up, it wasn't um, again. It wasn't horrible. So um, it just I just need to do it more. I need to do it more. And in tournaments, it puts a little pressure on you to try to get it right and try to do a little better than, than playing a regular game because the, the score matters and then you have placement and you're competing as other people and you don't want to look like a jackass. So um, there's a lot of factors in tournaments, in my opinion, that helps, you, helps make you a better disc golfer. So for round one, anyways, I would uh, I would score fifty-eight, which is a plus one. Again, we're I'm amateur, so we're throwing short pads to the yellow baskets. Um, I threw an eight sixty-one. Um, I would let's look at. I think we can look at it this way. All right, so we would I would have no double bogeys on either game. Okay, um, the only OB I had was on ten um there's a it's a really really short hole but the problem is it's an island shot so you have to keep it in the island and the the first game um i threw a supreme and it hit and it's a a supreme is a very hard disc so when it hit this compacted rocky ground it bounced a couple times and jumped right out of of bounds but i actually had it right almost rat dead center of the island but i just got a nasty hop and it bounced right out and went ob so i had to throw from a um, from the drop zone, which is the red, red tees, um, and then from the second shot up, it, it cuts, I don't know, probably 50 feet off the throw, and then you just toss it up to the basket, um, the second game on 10, I just shanked the mess out of it, it hit a tree and dropped into the water, I left it, I didn't even bother to recover it, so, uh, there's a supreme in that lake, if y'all want one, you don't have to give it back to me, I don't want it back, so. I've had enough issues with that damn thing. It can stay there as far as I'm concerned. Um, So in round one, make sure I got the right one up. Yeah, round one, I would birdie, I would bogey 3, 4, 10, which is the OB, and 16. So counting the OB, I just simply bogey 3, 4, and 16. I parred everything else, um, but we would birdie 2, and we would birdie 6, that doesn't, why does that not look right? One, two, oh yeah, two, though, no, that's right. So we would birdie two, um, we would birdie six, and we would birdie 18. I was second guessing that again. Okay, yeah, so we birdie two, six, and 18. And then we would par bogey three, four, 16, and ten, with ten being OB. Uh, bogey because of an OB. Um... So, it, I mean, it was I wasn't disappointed with the round. I mean, some of these fours, I should have been able to get them in three, but um, it's just it wasn't there. It wasn't meant to be today. But uh, I was very happy with it. Ended up, with a, that gives me a plus one for um, the short-to-shorts for Glenwood Park. So I was very happy with it. Now, when I come off that, I went into the second round, and I don't look at my stats or standing or anything like that normally um especially when i'm playing i don't look at it i just try to focus on my game do the best i can and then i'll go look at whatever garbage i create after that um so with that being said um i did look at my scores after i'm done once i got set down they ordered pizza for us uh for everybody which is outstanding um so we got to have some pizza and at lunch i looked at my standing and i was tied for ninth with three other people um So uh, it was. um, So I was okay with that. I mean, uh, the ten. I figured. I mean, I was after a top ten appearance here, so um, I figured I just just don't want to be last, basically. So I was looking for top ten. I was tied for ninth. Um, So I went into the second game with the mindset of just match what I did in the first one. If I could just match that plus one and be right there, if not a little better. Because some of the other people that were in like eighth and ninth, eighth, seventh, sixth, they were only a couple strokes away from me. The the one, two, three guys were way too far away. There was no way I was going to compete with them. Um, but I could have, I could have made up. I could have grabbed an extra spot or two if I just would have landed a couple, couple of those putts, um, eliminated a bogey or two. I, I think it would have been fine. I mean, I would have needed needed to be like negative one, negative two to really jump up a couple of spots. So. Um, but in game two, I absolutely held my own. So, and we would, birdie, we would birdie two again. Um, we would birdie nine. Um, we Of course, there's uh, the OB on 10. We would bogey 11. We would bogey 14, 15, uh, 16. And then we would uh, birdie 17. And then we would par everything else. So we had four bogeys, three birdies. So I would end up with another plus four for game two. Um, on number two in round one, they had the uh, the event had CTP prize um, for uh, the closest to the pin and uh, or close to the basket, excuse me, closest to the basket. And it was a custom uh, dyed disc uh, from one of the local retailers. And uh, it's absolutely beautiful. And yours truly got it. So I took an eagle, Because I wanted to pull some power out of it, because I use this particular eagle for a different for a type of hyzer shot that doesn't involve distance. And I literally parked that thing. That was game one by the way. Um I parked that thing not three feet from the basket. (laughs) So um so I was very happy with it. I got to put my name on a little card, and that's my first CTP. I've never won a CTP before, so I'm very happy with it. And the disc is absolutely gorgeous. I got a picture of it over on Facebook, I got a picture of it on um, Instagram, and I'll definitely post one to the website because I got to go ahead and update update my, uh, my blog post for this particular event. Um, now for this, what I was about to say before is I made a change to my bag before I come into this tournament. I have um, like mambas and beasts and, um, and strikes and things like that, I have those normally which I've been using. But when I throw those, they're high speed discs, and in the back of my mind, I know they're higher, not necessarily the Beast, but um, the Mamba and stuff like that. I know in the back of my mind, they're a a higher speed disc. So what I caught myself doing at the last one is I was applying, you can't try too hard with them discs. I mean, you have to give them the speed, otherwise that disc is not going to do its job. But I was becoming too aggressive with it. So what I did is I took some lessons from some coaching I took last year and I took them all out of my bag. So I put one high-speed disc in my bag just in case we had wind, and that was the F2. Um, and But I took out everything else I left. The Leopards in there, the Roadrunners, the Sidewinders, uh, Putters, I put the Rock in there. But anything that had, I took both beasts out, um, and anything that had more of a, a 10 or more, 10 speed or more, it, I pulled it out of the bag to force me to come back and work with the Leopard, the Roadrunner, and the Sidewinders. And my Eagles, of course, and um, I did have a diamond in there, and um, uh, but I, I purposely stayed away from that particular disc because that disc I don't have enough. It, I don't know if it's wore out or I just suck with it. Um, the consistency for the diamond just isn't there. So, um, so and I and I've kind of got a handle on things uh, without completely needing it. I, it seems to be beneficial if I'm going up a hill and I need to like get some distance out of it for some weird reason that this works for me in that case which i did use it on game two to get up a hill and it did exactly what i needed it to do so it's weird that, that this works so well for me throwing up a hill um but I'll, but i made a bag change um for round two coming into it i noticed the wind was starting to kick up um towards the end of it and while we were on break so i figured well let me go ahead and stick a mamba back in my bag um, in the event I used it, but I purposely, unless I absolutely had to have it, which I didn't think I was going to, I honestly didn't even use it. I stayed away from it. I went when I needed something that was higher speed. I just went back to the F2. The reason I like the F2 is because the F2 will pull right, but not a lot, and then give me a slow drift left. Where the Mamba. Um, it, it, it's got a pretty aggressive left on it, and there was a lot of OB situation out here on the right side, and I didn't want to push my luck, so I, I, I stayed away from the disc. I actually threw a sidewinder, where normally I would throw um, a mamba. I just threw my, my star sidewinder, and it got well up there, and it got me in shot of the basket. I did a great upshot. got me a three on four, so, so I was happy with that. Um, but the... Um so back on my card so card one I got to play round one I got to play with um, uh, it was me uh, Josh Bright um, Litton and um, Brandt, uh, Bryant last names by the way um, on the first card um, Josh Mr. Bright he would um, he would get a negative two on that and um, and then I got a plus one, uh, Litton. Litton guy was even, and uh, Bryant was a plus three, um, which was actually, um, Mr. Bryant did a, a damn good job. I was very happy with him, very happy for him. Um, he, he struggled a little bit, but he managed to settle things down, and and uh, I even think he did, did pretty good going into round two. Um, so for round two, um, there was four of us on the card, and I won't. It wouldn't be polite to discuss why, but we had four people on the card, but the fourth guy didn't make it to the pad um, before we started. And we were going really slow, (laughs) trying to give him time, hoping that he would run in. Um, Now, the rule of thumb here is if somebody doesn't show up on the card, you don't automatically remove them. What you do is you take par... You, you mark them as getting par for the hole that you just threw, but then you add four strokes to it. And then what happens, is I think we made like three or four holes, and then, it's, then it punched us and said, do you want to remove the player? And then we removed it at that point. Um, unfortunately, he, he played round one, but he um, I guess he had some troubles and he couldn't make round two. And um, so it was only a three-person three card for our second round. Uh, Castro... Um, Casto Casto, C-A-S-T-O Castro, Scarborough, and Norton um, Plus four Castro and Scarborough They're actually struggling They're clearly um, Very good players um, They were just It's like one of those days Where you're off your game um, But they managed to settle down And they managed to hold it together And they end up with Some very respectable scores um, It was a pleasure playing With all, uh, set, all Five of these people um, they're all great players. Uh, they're great people. Um they have a ton of information. I pulled bits and pieces of them. I was watching their forehands because they they know how to apply power to it, so I'm trying to take little bits and pieces so that when I get practicing, I can do it as well. Um, this was a great time. It was a fun time. The tournament was done really, really well. I hung out, made sure we um, supported all the winners. Um, one of the uh, one of the one of the pro cards won and he apparently didn't want the money for whatever reason, so he gave the money to the uh, to one of the female golfers, who, who whoever was last in the female card, they actually got the money for his position, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but uh, I know there's an issue with accepting money, which in, in the pro class and things of that nature, I'm not exactly sure how that works, I heard somebody talking about it at Tar River several months ago at a tournament, and I don't understand the pro aspect of it, so. I'll talk to a few people once I figure it out. Maybe we'll bring it up in a different different episode. Um, but today was fantastic. I had a blast. Um, I'm very happy with my performance today. I like what I did with my bag. And I will do it again tomorrow because I do have a flex tournament play tomorrow. Um, it's just one round. Um, but it's apparently supposed to be a pretty tough course. So um, I may even actually have to pull my bag out of my cart for tomorrow. Um but we'll do another talk on that once we figure out if I do well or do okay or if I suck. So we'll know tomorrow. Um, what else happened today? That Oh, the one thing in round two, early on, because um, we started on 10, but early on, um, I was okay on 10, I was okay on 11, 12, I was okay. 13 14 throws across the field. So it was 13. 13 I went to throw and um, I mean the I was using the diamond and the throw got up there. but I had these weird spasms in my calves. So and I don't know if I was just didn't drink enough water or was or uh, what's it called, Hydr I wasn't hydrated enough or something. But every time I went to rush and I went to plant my feet to throw, my my uh, casts would vibrate to the point where they were, it was almost painful, and uh, fourteen was fourteen was pretty bad. I planted my leg on fourteen, and I thought my leg was I thought my leg was going to collapse on me. Um, and so what I did is I, I settled back in and did just standing putts. Um, I resorted to the forearm when I could, um, and stayed away from the run ups, which uh, just were absolutely aggravating. Now, when we come across when we got done with seventeen, I was walking across eighteen. Um, we have to walk right past my car. So I stopped at my car and grabbed uh, several, a couple bottles of water um, and a Powerade and then chunked them down. And I just tried to, when it wasn't my turn, try to stretch my calves out to try to get whatever the hell was going on released. Um, and it by the time we circled back around, we got through 18. It was still doing it on 18 and on 1. Um, 2, it did it a little bit um i pretty much had the fluids gone by the time we got to four and four it seemed to calm down around four um and then i finished off the last of the water moving up into the back so once i got up around six or seven i think it was just a hydration issue because it started to go away a little bit um so i'm outside of this beer i'm drinking tonight i'm gonna hammer away on water tonight and tomorrow morning on my way into my next one because the next one's supposed to have more elevation than this one so, uh, we'll, I'll let you know how that goes. Um, fantastic time, 2023, uh, West Virginia shootout um, in West Virginia, uh, Princeton, uh, Glenwood. So, they've got a couple different names for where they're at, depending on which Glenwood's the park and Princeton's the city, I guess. Um, But Greg is uh, the head honcho of it. He did a fantastic job. Um, He's got a great staff helping him out. Um, I got nowhere close to, nobody got an ace during the games, and we did a throw-off at the end. And unfortunately, um, when we did that throw, what on God's earth is that? When we did that throw-off, nobody lives here. Why is there a car pulling up here? I guess we're just turning around, anyways. Um, so we had a throw off, and the person that got closest uh, got the uh, got the money for the ace uh, pot. And one of the ladies uh, took home the shot with a beautiful drive right up next to the basket. So uh, congratulations to her. Um, but it was a it was a great day. So uh, Greg did a great job, and uh, this uh, tournament was just absolutely fantastic. Um, so let me jump in here right quick and do. Let me. Alright, disc golf confirmation. That's for tomorrow. That's for next weekend. Uh, do 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 do. Now, oh, uh, the one I can't find is the one I need. Is so. Someone's having a party over there. (laughs) Um, Okay, so, all right, so it was the 2023 Southern West Virginia Shootout, September 16th today, Uh, Glenwood Park, Princeton, West Virginia, hosted by the Southern West Virginia Disc Golf Club. Um, Absolutely, absolutely fantastic time. Uh, Had a field day. And uh, I did well. I'm happy with my placements. I'm happy with my play. I got something to build upon. Um, tomorrow, I'll probably leave my higher speed uh, just out of my bag again. I might just leave the F2 just, just for in case of an emergency. But um, it was a really good time. This is a C-tier PDGA event. I only play PDGA-certified events, so I don't play anything else. Uh, I don't live in one spot. So I don't play leagues yet. So once I get that resolved, which may happen in a couple weeks or a couple months, um, I will um, be able to participate in some local leagues. I know there's one here in Roanoke, Virginia, and we'll see what happens. Uh, The shirts they gave us were fantastic, dry-fit, long sleeves. So uh, they were cool. They gave us this cool engraved uh, mini marker that has a little stand on it, and it's the symbol for the shootout, which was really cool, and they gave us one of those whale bags, which I didn't realize were as awesome as they were until I started using it today. Um, This was just a great time today, and uh, if y'all get a chance to play it next year, definitely come out and play it. It's an easy course. Um, If you're new or a beginner, it's really a good tournament to start because uh, the course is not An absolute nightmare monstrosity, but it's still challenging. Uh, If you're playing longs for your pros, it's going to challenge you there as well. Um, But it's a great time. They did a good job organizing it. Uh, The player packs were great. The payouts were great. And um, the weather today was fantastic. Uh, I'm not sure what the weather's supposed to be like tomorrow. Last time I saw, the forecast wasn't looking good for us. But I have a new umbrella holder attached to my cart, and I have an umbrella. So if it comes to that, we'll do it. God knows we played in the rain before. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate y'all listening to me ramble. Let me get this thing loaded up so y'all can hear me run my mouth hole again. And uh, I will come back and let you know how tomorrow goes. This is JT, Platinum Journal Services. What a graphic. We thank y'all so much for listening. And uh, we shall return with another new course and more stuff along the way. Love you guys, love you gals. As always, good throw, bad throw, good putt, bad putt, good tournament, bad tournament. Keep playing. You're going to learn something. I shall return.